You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Enterprise Bank, helping people and businesses create success. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast in our first ever On the Wagon series. Uh, we are out in Princeton today at 29 Dowds Lane at Cornerstone Ranch. We're participating in one of their sleigh rides, having a lot of fun. You can hear the horses. We have Hank and Frack driving us and uh, it's a lot of fun. We're out here in the woods and today's podcast is a little bit different because we're actually going to be checking in with Sue Connell, the founder and owner of Cornerstone Ranch in a bunch of different areas as she walks us through the property. We're going to start off as we make our way up to the barn and we'll be right back. So Sue, how long have you had Cornerstone Ranch? I've been here for 21 years. And has it always been a horse ranch since you've been here? Oh no, when I first came here, it was just a plot of wooded land, 24 acres in Princeton, of just woods. There was no house or barns. Um, so, so everything is relatively new. Um, when I first started, it was just a matter of getting everything up and, and, and usable quickly. So the last couple of years has been spent doing things more properly and, and in, in, in good order. And it's been a lot of fun just to put finishing touches on everything. And Sue, for you, what was it like to be able to come in and, and have a property where nothing was really planned out so you could really go from the ground up with how you wanted it to be laid out? Luckily, everything turned out pretty well, so I don't feel like we need to change the flow of anything. It's been actually fun trying to create a, a positive flow without needing signs everywhere telling people, go here, go there, just kind of you know structure the fencing so everybody knows knows where to go and stay safe well it's a beautiful piece of property how many acres is it you said i started out with 24 acres in princeton and then the land abutting us just next door in rutland was just raw land also with one trail going through and the lady that owned it was very gracious and she let us ride on it all those years she said she liked knowing People were having fun on her land riding horses. And she said if she ever decided to sell, she'd let me know. And she kept her word. About five years ago, she showed up ready to sell. and wow. gave me the opportunity. And I almost wasn't able to purchase it, but found the financing to do so. Wow, so you're at 55 acres. Yes, 55 acres with beautiful trails. And when we take people out, we tell them they get to go all the way to the next town. Yeah, so you're in now Princeton and Rutland. That's yep, great. Yep. That's amazing. You always envision yourself owning a ranch and doing this sort of thing with horses? I grew up riding horses. My parents had horses and we used to go to horse shows every weekend all, all up and down the East Coast. So it's actually really rewarding to do this and not be going to horse shows. It's good for people to have, have goals and show horses, but for me, I'd rather be sharing what we have and, and not concentrating on the ribbons and the whole 
scene of showing horses and make it more about the horses. And for you, what's it like when people come to the ranch and get to experience horses for the for first time? Oh, it's, it's cool. <laughs> One of the first things I tell them if they look scared, if they've never seen horses before, is that I remind them that horses are vegetarians. <laughs> so a lot of times they don't think of that aspect and it helps calm them down when they realize horses aren't looking at them to eat them. Now, how many different horses do you have here? Um, I think we're up to 25. I, oh, wow. I lost count a while ago and most of them have jobs, luckily. I'm not a horse hoarder. Yes, <laughs> that's good to know. Yeah. And I always think it's interesting too with farms because it's not like a lot of businesses where when you close down at the end of the day, everything's turnkey mm. and you're all set. I mean, you have live animals that you're working with. So what's that like owning a business where you're, part of your business is live animals? Um, it creates a bigger responsibility. Um, it's, we, we make it work though. We, we, we feed the horses 24 seven. So they have access to hay all the time and they're quite happy with that. And it makes it easier for us in the long run. I go through about 12,000 pounds of hay every week. Wow. Yes. 12,000, not 1,200, 12,000 right. pounds of hay. But they're very happy with that situation. I bet they are. I bet <laughs> they are. So, Sue, we've walked up to the indoor pavilion. Yes. And who we've got several horses standing outside right now. Yep, there's two Percherons right there named Hank and Frack. And they are youngsters. They're about three or four years old. I purchased them from the Amish. Um, I got Hank a year ago and Frack two years ago. And yeah. you have some staff working over. Can we say yep. hi to staff today? Oh, yes. Today? We'll go around the horses. Excellent. Yes, we'll definitely go around the horses. I remember my lessons from when our staff was here. <laughs> we have Sammy here. Hi. Hi, Sammy. And Monique. And hi, Jake. Hello. So how long have you worked here? Um, I've worked with Susan for about probably nine years now. I started when I was probably 15. I would come for trail rides and I would bug my mom every weekend <laughs> to drag me out here. And we would ride Saturday and Sunday every weekend in the summer. <laughs> and um, then I just never wanted to leave, so. And how about you? How long have you worked here? About two years or so now, yeah. At least, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jake, how long have you been here? Uh, year roughly. Wow. So some new, some have been here for a while. And how do you guys like being at the farm? Oh, I love it here. The ranch right. is a nice place. So what do you guys do here? Like, what is your day like? So I spend the day with these guys. We get them ready, we get them harnessed. Um, and then I just kind of go in the wagon. I take people out and we do all kinds of fun stuff. I get to hang out with these big boys and they're, you know, they don't look like it with their puppies. Yeah, so the audience <laughs> doesn't know how big they are, but I will say that they are towering over us. And you can hear them sniffing into the microphone. If, yeah. you, if you hear that's the sniffing, good, good thing that's vegetarians, huh? <laughs> yeah, he likes a microphone. Yeah, he, want, he wants to be a star if, today. If I, if I may add um, one really important thing that Monique does here with her driving is she works on the harnesses and she does harness repairs for us. And oh. that's that's a very important thing. So yeah, it's I a bet. great skill and we appreciate that. That's an amazing skill to, that, to have mm -hmm. right on site mm -hmm. and it's interestingly heavy. the harnesses that we prefer are not made out of leather because leather would need to be oiled and conditioned there's a new material now that they use called biothane and it's much stronger and it, you can basically pressure wash it it's it doesn't require is the the upkeep that leather does oh that's fascinating and, oh, in addition to talking about the, the tack and the, the upkeep with that can you tell us a little bit about the upkeep with the horses and what you do to you know, keep them in tip-top shape and get them prepped for their rides every day um, we do check their feet, uh, what, about last weekend, I think I pulled a couple snowballs out of their hooves because the snow gets stuck in there, kind of like dogs. So we make sure they they don't have anything in their feet. 
um, we always make sure that they're uh, feeling their best. We have a couple horses here that we can switch out if they're not feeling well, but these guys, they'll do almost anything to work. So um, we make sure that they are nice and clean. We're as clean as we can get them in the winter when we can't give them baths. And um, we just give them, you know, love and stuff. And Hank really appreciates his, um, his pre-harnessing kisses. So uh, we keep their moods pretty good and they, they keep our moods pretty good. And I noticed Jake's been doing a lot of uh, the, the brushing. How important is that as well for their coats? It's extremely important. Um, if you don't get the dirt out of their coats, a lot of times where the, any of the tack or saddles or stuff sit, um, it can cause some like abrasions, uh, depending on how much it is if, or depending on the type. Um, it also, when you brush them, it distributes the oils from their skin out to the fur. So it actually will help waterproof them. So that way, if, um, you know, it's the weather's weird or bad or snowing, raining, it actually puts that extra layer of protection from the oils, um, onto their fur where they need it. And it's a 24 seven job. Like you said, Sue, this, this just never stops right now. They have winter shoes on specifically for the snow and ice. They have cleats welded onto the shoes which gives them traction because if they don't, it's basically like having ice skates on when the, they have their smooth shoes. Oh. So they have very special winter shoes. So even the horses get new shoes. For oh yeah. Love it. Yep. Like get our ice sneakers. cleats, they have them as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So as they prep the horses for the ride, I wanted to talk a little bit about the rides in the winter. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what kind of rides you do offer throughout the winter season? Well, we have sleighs. I don't know if you notice them over there, mm -hmm. but yeah. we have sleighs and wagons. And with a couple of our wagons, the wheels come off and sleigh runners go on so oh. we can change them into sleighs. Oh, um, we do need quite a bit of snow and it can't be just snow on top of mud. It has to be mm -hmm. usually frozen ground. Otherwise, the, 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 the ground will surface before before the day's out. But you can really kind of adapt to the weather conditions that you have here at the ranch. Oh, yes. And, and it's just beautiful. Whether you're in a sleigh or wagon, you know, it just it doesn't seem to matter. It's a great way to experience getting out to the woods and now i actually came here over the summer with my wife and we did a group ride oh good and one of the great things i th i thought about it was you don't really need experience to come out and do this right, so people right. can come out with no experience whatsoever exactly and ride on the horse our horses are just used to walking along and you know they they, they enjoy the experience as well i i think i read somewhere that in the wild horses walk something like 25 miles a day oh wow so it's very natural for them to be doing what they're doing we used to let people talk us into going faster on the trail rides and i got tired of picking them up off the ground <laughs> so now we just walk and it's 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 a win-win it's a beautiful time of year to do this as well. I was here a few years ago with our staff and we had a wonderful walk in the woods during the snow in December and it was amazing. And I love the fact that you have the ability to be here all around, all seasons and, and enjoy it. And you guys offer a lot more than just lessons. Yes. Yep, we have yoga classes on Wednesdays right so now. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about yoga at a okay. horse ranch. What is that like? <laughs> well, we, we we know it helps people that are regular riders to, to do yoga. Um, it's helped me a lot, just my general health. And I used to take classes in Princeton with a, a lovely yoga teacher named Diane Featherstone. Um, so now she comes here and does a class for us over in the pavilion and we get the wood stove going and the, the, 
the solar lights are on at night and it's just really a beautiful vibe so now i'm can, happy to do that now can anyone sign up for those classes oh, yes. or do you have to be a rider here nope the... you don't have to be a rider and we have um registration online or you can just drop in it's it's 15 dollars for the class so it's it's just a great a great thing i'm so happy to be able to provide it now for folks that are looking to become more i guess skilled they come out they do a beginner ride and they they really like it and mm -hmm. they want to keep pursuing mm -hmm. that. What's that process like here at the ranch? Well, they could sign up for riding lessons and it's not really a sign up. They could just book one lesson, try it out. If they like it, we offer a 10 pack with a huge savings. I think it's a hundred dollars savings on 10 lessons. And it, when they do that, they buy the 10 pack. It generates a code that they can use 10 times in the system towards lessons. My daughter, Julia teaches, she's a Massachusetts licensed riding instructor. We also have an apprenticeship program where other people can become Massachusetts licensed riding instructors. So we offer that to them. Um, Julia does all day workshops for adults and children separately. And I know you have lessons for children. How yes. young do you have kids up here? I think the age that we start them out um, is six. That's that's the, the, the age that they start taking lessons. Um, before that, we offer pony rides because there's just really only so much they can do on a weekly basis when they're really young. Mm -hmm. So six is a good age to start. We also have a few all day workshops for the kids during like school vacations and things like that. Oh, that's amazing. And then we have summer riding programs where they come out every day during the week. Oh, and those wow. are a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. Yeah, those kids must those. be in heaven when they're out here all day <laughs> yeah. with the horses. We actually work with the JCC in Worcester for those and they send kids as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. So you could book an adult workshop and come out and ride all day, basically. There's a, a riding session in the morning. We break for lunch. We put on a healthy vegan lunch. And then um, there's a discussion in the afternoon. And then they get back on the horses. Actually, they do yoga after the discussion, a little bit of yoga with the yoga instructor. And then back on the horses in the afternoon. And then we take them on a wagon ride for further bonding and then they go home and it's just a wonderful day for people people love it we that's, get people that come back for just about every every one that we offer so that just sounds magical that yeah. sounds absolutely magical <laughs> and we are going to take a quick break right here on the inside north central massachusetts podcast we'll be right back do you know about the north central massachusetts chamber maybe you're not sure how it affects you or your business but it does because the chamber exists to make the region a better more productive place to live work and grow a business better jobs growing incomes and an expanded economy are what the chamber delivers to its members and communities we invite you to join the nationally recognized north central massachusetts chamber call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com as we continue our inside north central massachusetts podcast we are back on the wagon ride we're actually going to be checking in down to the fire pit area we're going to be hearing from sue's daughter and learning more about the horse lessons hello thanks for joining doing? us thank you julia it's nice to meet you nice to meet you thanks for letting us be out here today yeah thanks for coming julia you're sue's daughter yes yes and i, I hear that here. you did so yep. how you've been here for the whole time that this has been going on yes yep exactly what was it like to grow up with this so amazing oh my gosh it's like i just love seeing all the progress every year and like one big thing too is like as the instructor i get to see the horses progress so not just like the facility growing but the horses and you know their abilities and their 
like, you know, what shape they're in and all kinds of stuff. So it's cool that as we grow as a as a business and as a facility that, you know, the students progress grows and the horses get better and better. And it's really cool to see. One thing that we're seeing is a lot of your students, they don't just come for the lessons. A lot right. of them end up working here oh, or helping yeah. out. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, so like Lena, for example, started riding here um, actually with the Holden Christian Academy. We started a program with them. Lena went to school there and um, they would come every Wednesday as like an elective for a class. Mm -hmm. And then she's stayed ever since. <laughs> so it's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's great when you can have um, the kids and adults too even um, learn as a rider, but then also want to help us. It's really cool. And how crucial is it to have that help and have those folks that want to do more than just yeah ride? it's huge yeah it definitely like takes a village or takes a ranch i guess <laughs> yeah it's a lot um we're definitely lucky to have everybody here yeah that's awesome and how long have you been here about six years now working yeah uh and no i started right i just started volunteering last year oh that's wonderful yeah. and how have you enjoyed it it's amazing i love it what's your favorite part of the day <laughs> Well, honestly, I love being with the horses and being able to help them. It's really fun. I love them so much. So you mentioned that there was some improvements, and I can yeah. tell there's a lot more buildings right. here than when I was here last exactly. time. Exactly, yeah. Can you talk about some of the uh, improvements that of have course, been made? definitely. One big thing is there's been a lot more fencing put up, which is huge. Um, before on this, where we keep the horses um, tied while we're waiting for the rides to start, before we had no barrier. So anybody who came in for a ride could pretty much if they wanted to, if nobody was here to tell them not to go right up to the horses. So now it's much safer too, mm -hmm. um, because it doesn't just look better, but it has a purpose. It is safer for everybody. The horses have their enclosure. Um, this right here actually didn't have a roof before. So now they only, they get shade in the summer, but then they also like, if it starts downpouring all of a sudden, cause we are in Massachusetts, mm -hmm. um, it covers them so they stay dry the tack stays dry and it's really nice it's been like huge so lots more fencing more structures for the horses but then also we've built this over here which is great because it gives people shelter too um so like when we're doing the sleigh and wagon rides and it's colder than we'd like then people can go right in there and have their hot chocolate inside and it's nice too because it's close enough to the trolley so in the summertime, when we're open for food and ice cream, people will have a better sitting area to eat. So and that pavilion also seems like it'd be a great place for things like birthday parties. Exactly. Is that something folks can do here at the yep, ranch? Exactly. So we do a lot of birthday parties, actually. It can be an addition to the party. So if you book a party, you can also book the pavilion with it. And then you have that whole section for yourself. Um, we also just uh, two weeks ago, we had a movie night here for all of our students and volunteers and people that are our regulars. And we've had a projector inside and we got the wood stove and heater going. And how many staff and volunteers do you have that make the ranch work? Um, I would say like eight to 10 regular. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, between the staff and volunteers. In the summertime, it can be more all at once. Like this time of year, we might have like four people on the clock on one day. Where in the summer, like when we do our summer kids programs, we'll probably have like a lot more because we have so much, such a bigger volume of people here. 
So I also saw there's an are an outdoor arena here yes. and there's an indoor arena. Can you yes. talk about what those are used for? Right, of course. So we use them for um, when we're just training our horses, like my mom and I, when we're training and riding, but mostly with lessons. Um, so right now we've pretty much moved into the indoor riding ring since everything's frozen and all that. Um, the footing up there stays nice and soft for the horses, so it's good. Um, but yeah, we use the rings for the training, the lessons, the summer kids programs. I also teach full day workshops um, for kids and adults, which is a lot of fun. Um, I love doing the adult ones because I have everyone here for the whole day, mm -hmm. which is so good for me because with lessons, it's either a half hour private or it's an hour group. So you can get a point across, but you can't dive into things as much. So when I have people here all day, it gives me the chance to like, take our books out and go into why we do what we do, what what equipment we use and why we use it and all that kind of stuff. And it's so much fun. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> what a program too, like to right. be able to be out here all day exactly. and to experience it. And that's something you guys do all year round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like one thing I find with the adult programs with the full days is um, it's such a range of what people are looking for. Like some people come with really bad confidence issues because they fell off years ago and never were was able to get back on. Um, so then they come for the day and they sit on a horse that's really safe and can just enjoy it and be learning, but still be safe and progressing. And then I get people that have a trip out west in a couple months and they want to just get a little bit of a horse experience in and they figure well if i can ride all day then i'll be good out there so <laughs> um when we ride all day it's about like four or five maybe a little bit more hours in the saddle that's so, a long time in the is. saddle yeah it is when i came out with the staff for our ride we right. were only out there for about an hour exactly and there was some soreness yeah I had some soreness after exactly so i hear that the program also includes a little yoga yes it does mom yep. was telling us that there's yoga that happens on wednesday night exactly and that you use it um for ride your all day as well exactly what and are the benefits of that like what is happening when you're riding and then the yoga how does that yeah. work it's really big actually like the instructor who does the yoga here is amazing she is so good at helping you like visualize what you're actually doing with your body um and what i relate to it mostly with horses is having the physical body control so like when you ride you want to be able to do a certain thing with one part of your body while you hold the other part still um or like just moving one little shift in your body and you know controlling your weight all that kind of stuff and when you're doing yoga it's all the same thing it's just you're working on it on your own body rather than working on it with your horse so it's really really cool and also just having that like practice of keeping yourself centered and focused and even if there is outside things going on just focusing on what you're doing um, like one thing we say is when you're on a horse, nothing matters but you and your horse. Because if you have all the outside clutter coming into your head, it's going to affect your ride. And so that really has helped me personally with riding too, is having the physical body control, but then also the mental um, ability to just focus in on what's going on. So yeah, it's really cool. Can you tell us about your accreditation? Yeah, of being yeah. Being a Massachusetts of trainer. Course. Is that what it, you are? Is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. So it would be considered a Massachusetts riding instructor um, licensed under Massachusetts. So they have a state test that you have to take. And then once you pass the written exam, you have to apprentice under an already licensed person. 
And then once you have that apprenticeship done, then he finalizes it, passes you, and then you can teach your own students. So and I hear you have some apprentice on, yeah. on right now. Is right. that correct? So I'm working on it. Yes, I have helped a couple other people get their licenses in the past. Um, but what I would like to do is have like a really set organized program where you say, okay, this is your expectations for the next six months or so. By the end of this, I want you to be able to do X, Y, and Z and have confidence. And like, I see it as really important as instructors to be able to, you know, demonstrate what they're explaining and really have like the knowledge down. Because if you don't, you can't teach it. You know, if you don't really know it yourself, you can't teach others. It's like so important to be able to demonstrate and really know the subject. Um, but also something I think about is that the difference between being a riding instructor and like a school teacher is that a school teacher, in a way, it must be a little bit harder because your students have to be there. You know, you have to go to school where here people come because they want to learn about horses. So there's like a little bit more passion involved sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you need to be able to read the student and be able to learn what their goals are, what the best way of teaching is for them, and then also be able to match them up with a horse that suits their personality. So it's really cool. There's a lot of like calculations with it. There's a lot of factors that go into yeah. it, and you guys are doing a great job of Thank it. Thank you. And Julia, thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you, of course. Thanks for being here. We'll be right back. The business world is more competitive than ever, and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal from the North Central Massachusetts Chamber. We are on the road today over in Princeton and actually Rutland too as well as we continue our, our horse-drawn ride here. And right now we're going to turn it over, get a couple questions for Sue as we continue our ride, all about the different trails and experiences that you have when you book a ride here. Listeners can hear the wagon going and can hear the, the sleigh bells. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the, the path that you're sleighs and that your wagons go on in the winter. Sure, we have a main path that we keep this the sleighs and wagons on um, because it's just more groomed. We have offshoots around it of new paths that we made recently after acquiring the new land. Mm -hmm. I probably increased the trails by maybe two-thirds, maybe oh, wow. more even. So if folks haven't been here in a while, it gives them a reason to come out because oh, it's yeah. going to be a different experience. Um, for the trail riding, yes. All new trails for the trail riding. Um, it really, I think it doesn't matter with the wagons and sleighs that it's the same route because it's so beautiful and it's ever-changing. Mm -hmm. um, the one that we take the sleighs and wagons on has the most mountain laurel out of all the trails. So it's really beautiful any time of the year. When people come out, how long of a ride are they usually expecting, whether it's a sleigh ride or one of the group rides with the riding trails? The sleigh and wagon rides are approximately a half hour. And then people are encouraged to stay either after or before or both at the campfire or in the pavilion, keeping warm by the wood stove. 
so they can stay as long as they like after. I just tell people no overnights. <laughs> and um, the, the trail rides, we have two options. One is for a one hour and the other is for a two hour. And that includes a little bit of prep time. We go over things for everybody and get everybody comfortable before we head out. We also take pictures for them after. We have an app that we use our phones and it's tied into the reservation system and it actually takes we take the people's picture and then it emails them their pictures oh that's pretty great yeah that's amazing technology to have because making memories out here is is definitely what you come out here for yes and when people come out and you mentioned there's some prep time can you tell us a little bit of what goes into letting people know how to ride the horses sure well we we know that horses love consistency mm -hmm. so we try to get everyone on board with how we ride the horses and um, how to stop them, how to keep them from going into the bushes because they love to eat. Like I said, they, we feed 12,000 pounds of hay every week. It doesn't stop there if they have a choice. So we try to teach them you know, that it's okay to steer them. We tell them how horses can put their nose all the way around onto your foot so they can definitely have some flexibility. And it's good for them to be flexible. And we go over some of the commands, how to sit properly and use good posture. And one of the things too that I noticed when I came in the summer is when you go through the trails, you actually go on some of the local roads and almost through some of the neighborhoods. Yep. Um, we've, what's we've, that relationship like with the neighbors around the ranch? Well, we used to go on paved roads, but now that I have the new land, mm -hmm. we don't need to. So everything is pretty much on a trail and there is a little bit of riding on a dirt road, but no more main roads, which is really nice. It's nice to keep them in their own area and you have the ability to do that now and yes. really create an experience out here. And it's an amazing experience <laughs> as we're out here on the sleigh right now. When we're on the wagons, we like to tell people about our rich history of driving and how some terms have actually come from driving wagons and the pioneers. And one of the cool things is that I ask people is if they know why horses wear blinders over their eyes. And hardly anyone ever guesses the, the reason. And the reason for it is so that they can't see the wagon. Really? Yes, because they're prey animals. Yeah. So they pretty much live in fear. And if they knew there was a wagon behind them, if they saw it, they would think it was chasing them. So it gives them great comfort to not see it. And I believe the saying, out of sight, out of mind, actually came from the blinders, so which is kind of cool. So there's a lot of rich history and tradition with these Yes. Guys. There's actually a law in Massachusetts still on the books. If you're out in your sleigh or wagon, you're required to have two sleigh belts. And the reason for the law is because the pedestrians traveled in the sleigh tracks yep. because it was packed down and easier. And so did the horses. They didn't want to leave the sleigh tracks because it was easier. So the bells alerted the pedestrians. And if they heard bells, they would jump out of the sleigh tracks and get out of the way before they got run over. <laughs> so it's a safety law still on the books. And That's it sounds great. better too. Yes, it does. We <laughs> would miss the bells. The we would miss them if we didn't have them. So Hank is wearing nine feet of leather and with bells attached to it and that's our sleigh bells today on this ride nice it makes me happy to keep the tradition of driving alive because sometimes when i'm out here i think about the people that less than a hundred years ago this was their form of transportation and they probably didn't want to give it up it probably saddened them to think that they had to change over from this way of life to driving vehicles so I think they might be looking down on us smiling right now. 
Well, it's definitely preserving the history of the area as well. Yes. And to have this in our own backyards is absolutely amazing. And for area residents and residents all across Massachusetts and beyond, how crucial is it that they support um, these kind of rich horse traditions and, and history by coming out to the ranch? Well, it definitely supports them, so we appreciate it. Um, without their support, we just wouldn't be here. It's it's really important, and we love love seeing our customers and sharing with them the beauty of the woods and the beauty of the horses. Up ahead, we might be able to see Boston today in the skyline. We call this the wind tunnel up ahead. Um, it gets when there's a breeze, it feels like you need to pull your coat over your face or your nose will freeze off. But that's all part of the adventure. So you can actually see Boston from a spot on the trail? Yes. The elevation is very high here. I think it's about maybe 15 or 1800 feet. When there's snow in the evergreens up above us, I like to shake them and yell snowstorm. It's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can definitely feel the wind here in the wind tunnel coming across. Yes. And we're in Rutland now. Oh, wow. And I like to tell people the ruts are bigger in Rutland. <laughs> <laughs> we often see deer on our rides too. And they let us get really close, right, Monique? Like a few feet away? Mama Dad comes about five feet up to the wagon. She puts her ears up for pictures and everything. She knows she's a star. Oh, yeah. Such an amazing thing that folks can come out here and really get close to nature. I mean, they're riding the horses, but as you mentioned, they're seeing deer and they're going through the woods and they're having this really amazing experience. It brings people closer, too. It really does. I've seen it. And do you find that a lot of folks um, will come out as individuals, or is it more families, or does it just kind of depend? It's it's a mix. Yep, we have people that come out individually, and they meet new people, and then we have families, and we have couples. It's a really good mix. So, Sue, um, you said that you have a website where everybody can make reservations, and you can actually now download your pictures as well. Yes. Can you tell our listeners what that website is and where they need to go to make their own reservations? Sure. Um, and, and for clarification on the pictures, they don't even need to download them. We just they they get them emailed to them. How specific to their reservation? How you make yeah. it very easy? Yes, it is very easy, and it's easy to book. We often get. Um, comments about how easy that experience has been for people, which makes us happy to hear. The website is cornerstoneranch.org, and you can find everything you need there for, for booking reservations. Sue, thank you so much. We've had a blast here out at Cornerstone Ranch for the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. We hope our listeners have as well. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Travis. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Sue. I hope you all come out, book this, and come have a magical day. <laughs> You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.